the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We got a Thursday, New York City, super hot, another hot, hot day. Um, we got sharks, we got COVID, we got rising interest rates, we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I want to tell you uh, what I have going on, um, talking about COVID, right? So this morning, I don't know what time everyone got it up, the alert on their phones or whatever, however you get your news, that the president of the United States tested positive for COVID, even though he was vaccinated and double boosted. And I said, well, that's interesting. You know, I'm going to Europe today and I haven't even checked the COVID protocols I mean, think about that. I sometimes it's the, the consummate case of the shoemaker who has no shoes, because if I was doing that for someone else, if someone else's um, if I was responsible for someone else's situation, I'd be all over it. But when it's yourself, you kind of just like, I don't know, I, it's it's not as important. I know, I know that sounds crazy. Right. But it's not that crazy. Because I'll tell you, um, my buddy, Dean who's my law school friend, Annette's husband. He's a contractor. He's a brilliant contractor. I mean, he literally has built houses from the ground up and everything else in between. Awesome at kitchens and bathrooms. He, they, have a, they have a beautiful home, but they don't have a master bathroom. I mean, it's there. It exists, but there's no toilet bowl and there's no sink. And you'd think that happened like, you know, oh, it's been a month. It's been, no, it's been like, I don't know, five years, six years. Um... They have no master bathroom. Like, they leave their bathroom to go use their daughter's bathroom down the hall for, like, years now. And he could probably bang that job out in a week. If he just took, like, a week off and did the whole job, it would be done. Um, and, again, if my if someone else's travel plans were in my hands, probably one of the first things I would have done is make sure we got the COVID protocols under control. Um, but, no, not me. <laughs> so I checked this morning. And I will just tell you, I've had a very hectic day, um, but I think I'm all right. I, I, I just here's the thing. If you're vaccinated, this is, I think, what I learned, but I'm not sure because it's not crystal clear. If you're vaccinated um, and, and I'm going to France. So if you're vaccinated, you have to have your first two original shots and then a booster within nine months of those first two original shots, but that can't be more than 270 days ago. 
And without boring you with the details, I do not fall into those parameters. So, you know, I'm reading this, my heart is pounding, and I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, because I'm going to France, I'm going with other people, they're kind of relying on me, I'm the connector with a bunch of people who are coming, if I'm not there, it's going to be weird for all of them, um, they, this is their big summer vacation, I'm going to mess the whole thing up, so you just, those, those thoughts come rushing through your mind, and like, there's that panic, and, 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 you're, and then there's that, pe- that little guy in your head is like, all right, calm down, calm down, nice and cool, nice and easy. And then your stomach is and uh, so I deploy the troops, Danita, who's my assistant of 23 years, and uh, her daughter, Alexa, who's been my assistant of six months. And um, I just say, look, we got to get as much information as we can. Call Delta, call here. Oh, yeah, it's a two hour wait on the phone. Um, But I just gave you all the protocols if you are vaccinated. And that's what we were focusing on. If you look, keep scrolling down, if you're not vaccinated my limited understanding and i hope i'm right um because i may be back here live tomorrow um is if you're not vaccinated you just got to show up with a a a test that shows that you're covid free and i believe you can then travel to france um but i'll know in 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 a short order when i'm heading to the uh to the airport and well not when i'm heading to the airport when i'm in the airport I really hope I can make this happen. I, um, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, it's no secret. I, I keep very, very few secrets from you guys that um, I'm heading in to go see the Rolling Stones play in Paris uh, this Saturday night. I'm going with the person who you're going to hear right after us here on Kevin McCulley show, Imran Ansari, my law partner, my uh, brother from another mother. Um, and, you know, it's it's a special thing. Anytime you having the opportunity to go see a band or a group that you love elsewhere, outside of the United States of America, you should definitely take advantage of it. Um, we saw the Stones in Germany. Uh, I saw Joe Cocker in Italy. Uh, and Springsteen announced that he's going to be doing a European tour next year, and I'm definitely going to go. I don't know if I'll go to Italy or I'll use an excuse to go somewhere else. I know he's playing in Italy, and, you know, Springsteen is half Italian, and he, he if you read his book, he clearly um, credits his Italian mother and her family, her sisters, his aunts, uh, with a lot of his success, a lot of who he is, the love of music, the love of dance, the love of energy, and, and a lively household. Um, so that, that would, that's another one that's on the agenda, but, um, for today's show, before I disappear from you guys for a little while, and I believe next week you're going to get to hear from Kevin McCullough and, um, my friend, lawyer, uh, fellow former ADA and, uh, legal commentator, Dave Schwartz, um, we're going to talk to Mike Jaffe, who is the president and CEO of the greater New York chamber of commerce. Uh, who's also running for Congress. And let's face it, we are very concerned about the state of affairs uh, in New York regarding commerce, regarding um, the empty storefronts, regarding restaurants, regarding hotels, regarding Broadway, regarding the tourist attractions. Um, You know, what is the summer hold? What are we forecasting for the fall? And let's face it, how much is COVID affecting this? Uh, People in my office got COVID last week. They were out for the whole week. One person was really sick, really sick, like three, four days, like couldn't get out of bed sick. I mean, that's not fun, but how debilitating is it going to be 
uh, here in New York and, and elsewhere in the United States of America, they just raised the interest rates in the European Union for the first time in 11 years. What effect is that going to have on the overall economy? You know, we're not talking about one little country. It's not just France or just Italy or just England. It's the, the European economy. Oh, England's got that whole Brexit thing going on. I misspoke. But um, what effect is that going to have? I mean, they're doing it to try to slow down inflation. Um, so we're going to talk to Mark Jaffe, who uh, should who does have his fingers on the pulse of a, a commerce here in New York City. And he's going to try to take that with him to Washington, D.C. as he runs for Congress. He's an interesting character and uh, a New York you know, the, uh, they say I'm uh, making the case for the city I love. I could definitely say that Mark is someone who loves his city. Um, what about the great white shark that washed up in the Hamptons? Uh, that's very, very close to that's actually not very close. That is the beach where I swim with my son, where I uh, it's a little further west than the, the beach. I swam with him on, on this past Saturday, Sunday. Um, I, I was definitely looking out at the water, at the ocean, when five-year-old Arthur was in the waves. Now, he wasn't really too deep into the waves, um, but still, you know, you never know, and he's a little boy. But it's interesting, because here I am Sunday looking, you know, is there any sharks or any fins? You know, what are you looking for? And what, would I really even be able to spot one? Um, and then in today's, today's newspaper, yesterday online, there's this eight-foot great white shark, the guy that, like, eat people who because they think they're seals or other type of sea seafaring animals that they like to nosh on um it's a crazy crazy big shark like i don't remember one of those washing up on on the on the seas on the shores of uh long island so i don't know maybe i i is it a global warming thing or is it because we've cleaned up the water so much that I mean, sometimes now where I live in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, you see like crazy sea wildlife in the waters right here under the Verrazano Bridge where you wouldn't see anything. You see dolphins jumping out of the water. I'm not sure if they've seen a um, a well, but there's definitely a lot more. I, I watch the guys, typically they're Asian-American men who are um, fishing down there, and they're, they're actually catching fish. Whereas when I was a little kid, all kidding aside, the only thing they would catch would be dead bodies, floaters, floating up uh, under the Verrazano Bridge by the Shore Road Promenade. But I am excited. I'm excited that um, um, I have a great guest on. I'm excited about yesterday having Phil Boyce on. And um, it's been really stressful trying to, like, shut things down to head out of town. I'm going for like one full work week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You think I'm leaving for months. I used to go for three weeks when I was in my 30s and early 40s with a clear head. Now I'm going for one week and oh, I'm stressing out. And you got to remind yourself like the phones work in France. The phones work in Italy. Email works. But I don't want to be on the phone. I don't, I don't want to work when I'm away. So we are going to take a quick break, talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan, and we're going to come back with the great Mark Jaffe, who's going to talk about the state of affairs, the state of finance in New York City. Don't go away. So let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. Remember when you were in your teens? 
and you thought you were invincible. You could also be in your 50s and think you're invincible. When we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we could worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. If something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that really what you want? It's essential to create a power of attorney and healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan. They are the lawyers that know their stuff because they've been doing it for 40 years. They'll help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make a decision for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Just ask for Mike Connors and tell him Arthur Idala sent you. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. In the wake of the Dobbs holding overturning Roe versus Wade, pro-choicers have been desperate to discredit the decision. That's how the story about a 10-year-old pregnant girl came to the media's attention. Supposedly three days too late for an abortion under Ohio's post-Dobbs legal regime, the child was taken to Indiana to have her pregnancy terminated. With no rape ever reported to law enforcement, skeptics raised questions about this heartbreaking pro-abortion narrative. And as it turns out, there was much more to the story. The little girl had been raped repeatedly by her mother's boyfriend, who was an illegal alien. It's tragic that many cases like this have been obscured by the permissive abortion regime Roe enabled. With individual states now able to regulate abortion for themselves, at least it may be harder for criminals to coerce the most vulnerable into paying the price in secret for their own evil deeds. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Nice choice there, Alex. Um, I, uh, I don't know if you get the credit or Sam Bellino gets the credit, but you can get the credit, Alex. You're the one One's working. all me today, just saying. All right. So it's funny because I am very excited to go see the Stones, and I am supposed to go see um, Roger Waters, who does all of Pink Floyd's catalog um, here in, uh, in the city uh, in, in August. So you just, you know, you went from one great band that I love to another great band that I love. Before we get to uh, Mr. Jaffe... I just want to bring up a little uh, story that happened. The MDC, the Metropolitan Detention Center, it's the federal prison. It's a federal prison where uh, I drive by on a regular basis because it's really right in between uh, where I live in Brooklyn and Manhattan. And uh, what happened, I think it was last week, was um, it was, I think it was a Friday and they, there were a bunch of lawyers in that July 15th, whatever that was. <clears throat> um, I think that was last Friday, right? Yes. Um, they 
you, so when you go into the MDC as a lawyer to visit your um, to visit your clients, um, you got, you have to go. As soon as you go in, they give you a form to fill out. You fill out the form, and then they give you a key, and the key is for a locker, and you literally put everything in there. I mean, I I put my watch in there, everything. Losing my belt. Um, you literally just leave on your clothes. You could bring in legal paperwork and something to write with. That's about it. Oh, no, you could bring in some, some singles, some money, because once you go through the metal detector, then you go to another waiting area. Then they call you in uh, from that waiting area into a big area, and there's only like five individual rooms inside the jail, inside the Metropolitan Detention Center, where you can meet privately with your client. Otherwise, there's like a just a big area with a table and a chair, multiple little tables and chairs. So people try to get there early so you get your own room. Otherwise, you just kind of scurry off into a little corner and sit at the table and chairs. But there are these vending machines. And often your clients are very happy if you go in there because they sell everything in those vending machines, food and drink-wise, um, literally from coffee and hot chocolate to all kinds of drinks, from Gatorade to soda. And... Um, uh, there's then there's like these sandwiches and there's ones you can heat up. So you're allowed to bring in some money and, and make your client smile. But apparently last Friday, a bunch of lawyers were in the room and around one o'clock, um, the guards announced that uh, they needed to do an emergency headcount and they were going to be locked in there for 45 minutes to an hour. And they did apparently give them the opportunity to leave Um but the the lawyers are like, well, if it's only forty five minutes to an hour, it's only one thirty. You know, one o'clock. You know, we'll be out of here by two two thirty. That's fine. Um, not even it was going to be one forty five or two. That's fine. Well, they were locked in there for two and a half hours, and it was a Friday, and it was it was camp time. So there were lawyers in there who had to pick up who had childcare issues. So it's one o'clock. You think you're going to get out by one forty five? They're telling you to maybe two o'clock. And you're there until I think it was 345 when they finally got out. And inside that room, even though you don't have your cell phone, um, there is, because you have to check it in those lockers, there are phones in there that for the correction officers to use. And apparently they um, were begging the correction officer, can I just make a call? Can I call my kid's camp? And tell them, look, I'm going to be late. Or can I call my wife and tell my wife or my spouse or whoever to go pick up the kid? No, 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 no. Apparently, they were very, very rude. And um, these lawyers hired a lawyer, a really good lawyer, Sean Hecker. And they brought, they went to the chief judge of um, federal court in Brooklyn, New York, Judge Brody. She's in charge of Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Nassau, and Suffolk. Um, and they went to her and they, they made these complaints and they, they are asking for, I don't know, some sort of orders to be put in place by the court about attorney visitation and how to make it a little more manageable and a little more um, livable because MDC is, is a rough place. I mean, we could do a whole show. Maybe I will one day about, about what, what life is like in MDC and get one of my former clients on who, who have been there. But I just wanted to give you a little inside the courtroom uh, aspect of what we deal with as lawyers. Sometimes, you know, it's not as glamorous as everybody thinks it is. Um, but someone who is glamorous and he's hoping he's going to be very glamorous uh, after Election Day is Mark Jaffe. He's the president and CEO of Greater New York Chamber. 
And um, first we're going to talk, Mark, if that's okay, about what's going on in New York. Then we'll take a little break, and then we can talk about your run for Congress. Does that work? Oh, that'll work. That'll work. All right, Mark, thank you. Welcome back to the show. Um, I enjoy having you on because you really do have your fingers on the pulse of what's going on in New York City. They like to call me the quintessential New Yorker. Well, as the quintessential New Yorker, I want to know what's going on and what the state of affairs are in New York City. So uh, tell me, what's the, what's the state of the union of New York City, Mark Jaffe? Well, you know, things are getting better. Uh, we live in the greatest state, in the greatest country in the world. And uh, some people are forgetting that, but we at the Greater New York Chamber of Commerce are working with our members uh, and uh, working with them every day to make it better. I mean, let's face it, uh, the last uh, two years, the COVID pause has been rough on everybody. And uh, you and I have had many talks and about this, uh, listening to the show. Um, you know, some of our fundamental freedoms and things we took for granted changed uh, when uh, when we started the COVID pause, and it really affected businesses. Um, they were told to shut down unless they were essential. So that got into the whole dynamic. What is an essential business? Well, I got to tell you, we fought hard for our small business membership, and I think we're coming out winners here. We're coming out winners, and, and things are going to only get better. Well, let's talk, Mark Chaffee, let's talk about who, who the losers are. I know we're going to come out, but, you know, who's hurting? Where, where is the pain being felt as we speak? Well, you know what? Uh, landlords, people that own buildings, uh, people that were speculating, uh, because the new uh, workforce, let's face it, Zoom, all these uh, transformational ways to do business um, have improved efficiencies. So now that people want to come back to work, uh, most people have, have been vaccinated. Most people have been uh, have probably have the virus in their system through herd immunity. Uh, but still, people have gotten used to a, a flexible work schedule. Uh, bosses can even help to accommodate that. Saves on transportation costs, and it's it's actually um, you know uh, an incentive or a natural push to to downsize some of these companies. So people that were planning to expand their office space are not in that position anymore. So I think uh, we have to talk to, to the landlords and the people that own uh, buildings, whether they're commercial spaces or the, the, the landlords that have been really affected because people weren't paying their rent. Um, and, and I feel sorry for these uh, small, small landlords because, every oh, you got money, you don't deserve it. I don't have to pay my rent. And we hope that some of this relief went directly to the landlords, not the people that didn't pay their rent for two years and then they could uh, just up and leave. So um, I think the scape of, of office space is, is going to be changing a little bit here in New York. And we got to do a better job with our Empire State Development Corporation. Hope Knight's doing a great job there. And, and Kevin Kim from the New York City Department of Small Business Services and, and all the elected officials and encouraging people to come to New York by working with them and planning their needs and giving them the proper incentives and, and rolling out the old welcome wagon. Mark, uh, speaking of the welcome wagon, how, how is the hotel industry doing in the city of New York? Well, the hotel industry is coming back. We get a lot of calls here at the chamber. What are the rules? Can I come? And obviously the hotels... Um, you know, are opening up. Some of them, unfortunately, some of the smaller boutique hotels 
have uh, closed and, and some of the owners are saying, ah, should I go into that uh, business or go back into that business or just rent to people? So now you have this, this neighborhood mishmash where you have uh, high-end, uh, you know, Fifth Avenue stores and nearby you have uh, people, um, you know, who are paying to live in a hotel room. That's their their residence. And, uh, you know, it's a lot better than people living on the street. And, and I can't say enough for... Uh, what Eric Adams and his team are doing to help the homeless get off the street. And they're not only helping the homeless get off the street, they're helping business people and people that want to come to New York, our tourism, uh, people that want to spend money in our hotels, our Broadway sector, our restaurants, our shopping, our museums, uh, to feel safe. You can't have homeless people on the street. That's not what the street is for. It's for people, parks. Parks are for people to sit down. Streets are for people to get to and from things. Sidewalks are. And we need to find uh, a place where those homeless people and people seriously affected by the pandemic uh, can rest their head. But hanging out in, in, in business districts and panhandling uh, is something that we really need to look seriously at. It reduces the quality of life. And one of our big committees, Clean and Safe Streets, um, is making some progress in that area. New York is coming back. We see it uh, at the lines at Starbucks. We see it, uh, the restaurants are starting to pick up. We, we see it on our mass transportation. And we're hearing it from our, our small business owners. So, Mark, so we're going to take a quick. We're going to take a quick break. The question I'm going to ask you when we get back is: Is it picking up because of tourism outside New York, and is it going to die down in September when New Yorkers uh, maybe not be may not be tourists themselves? We're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back with Mark Jaffe from the New York City from the New York Chamber. Don't go anywhere. So I was so lucky yesterday to have uh, as a guest. Phil Boyce, who has been uh, in the world of talk radio forever. And, you know, when I spoke about Rhino Shield afterwards, he complimented it. He said, boy, you know, that was that was a great advertisement you did for Rhino Shield. And the reason why it was great is, in his opinion, is uh, because it's genuine. Because I am a customer of Rhino Shield currently, in the past, in the current, and, and for the next 25 years, when Susan from Rhino Shield comes to your house and uses and has her crew use this ceramic coating to change the color of your house, it's going to be that color for 25 years because she's giving you a warranty. If something happens to that paint and it starts peeling, chipping, cracking, if there's any kind of mold or mildew, they will come back and repair it. You'll never have to consider painting again. Well, maybe if you're young enough, you will. But um, Rhino Shield will increase the resale value of your home because hot, hot days like this, it keeps the air conditioning inside your house. It doesn't escape as easily. And on cold, cold days, it keeps the heat inside your house. It doesn't escape as easily. And right now, Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote. It's a free quote. It's so fun, too, because they take a picture of your house and they show you on this computer screen all the different colors your house could look like. You got to call her by August 31st. Call today and lock in your 20% discount. Dial 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. And when you reach Susan, say, Arthur Idala sent me. Hi. 
Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Welcome back on a Thursday here in New York City, a hot New York City, super hot, way hot, real hot, hot, hot. That's uh, that's uh, the late Robin Williams from uh, Good Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, well, about a, about a radio talk show host. How about that? That's a good movie. You know, I have to go back and see that movie. My buddy Noel used to know how to quote his whole opening monologue. I wonder if Noel could still pull that off. Um, someone who's trying to pull off a victory, which we'll talk to him about in a second, is Mark Jaffe in a congressional race. But, Mark, I just want to pick up where we left off. My office is on 45th and 5th, right? I am literally in between Rockefeller Center and Times Square arguably the center of the universe as we know the universe um, from a, a at least a tourist tourism point of view and yes i have no problem telling you when i leave my office now at 10 11 12 o'clock at night um it's uh, times square is full people are, are still milling about rockefeller center when I mean, times square is like really full like packed full um i will tell you that the parking lots are full my partner john who uh, had like three cases on in New Jersey and in Rockland County. He's like, Arthur, all the parking lots are full around here. Like full, they won't let you in. He had a guy schmooze the guy and give him an extra $10 on top of the fee to let him put his car in here. And look, let's face it, this is the the high tourist season for others to come visit. Uh, my question to you, Mark Jaffe, is what happens in you know mid to late September? Uh, will... The, the local tourism of New Jersey, Connecticut, you know, Queens, Suffolk County, is that going to come to uh, back to here? And you think that, you know, is that going to be able to support the, the vibrant New York City economy? 
Well, yes. I mean, obviously, tourism is here. Uh, frankly, I don't think uh, a lot of the tourists are parking and driving cars. I think they uh, they fly in, they Uber. Yeah, I uh, agree with you. I don't know why all these lots are full, except that maybe on these super hot days, people are not looking to take public transportation and just drive in and see bingo, the air you hit it right on the head. A lot of people have decided to drive in. Uh, the trains aren't back to full occupancy, though they're coming back. Tourism is on the rebound, but uh, it, it's got to keep going up. So even though you see more people around this summer, uh, different tourism agencies and partners and members that we have, we expect that the regular tourism, and the summer is always a, a special time here, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep seeing uh, more crowded uh, theaters, more crowded shopping. Uh, we need to. This pandemic, uh, we've learned how to live with it. Uh, now, uh, unless you're extremely vulnerable, I mean, it's something that you, you can live with. It. And we need the scientists to, to say that everybody that catches COVID-19, uh, if it's possible, and we, and we realize that the dangers aren't there, um, to not ask you to quarantine for a week because you have a COVID cold. We need to keep pushing that science and make sure that it works for New York, and, and people want to come visit New York, Arthur. You know that. We're both quintessential New Yorkers. What a great place to come and visit. And I, I think you'll see uh, more people on the streets in September. But before we talk about I hope you're right, buddy. I really do, uh, Mark. Um, and I already got my alert for the Radio City Music Hall show. They were starting to sell tickets for the holiday season. And, you know, we have to keep our fingers crossed. And I just want to echo what you said about, you know, Eric Adams. And, you know, I was talking to someone today, and he was, oh, what an idiot that mayor is. And yeah, I, But when you ask them, like, what are you basing that on? Oh, well, crime is up. Okay. Well, guess what? And, Mark, I'm sure you know this now. Crime is up nationally to the point where the president of the United States, I believe, was supposed to make a speech today. I don't know what happened now with the covid, but he's with the fact that he's got it. But he was going to talk about taking some money uh, from our budget and giving all these major cities where crime is rising uh, more money for police officers, which is exactly what Bill Clinton did. Uh, and, and that's why when Rudy Giuliani came in, he, he had just been handed a whole bunch of new police officers. I'm sure Eric Adams would love his budget being uh, uh, engorged with funds for, uh, you know, to hire another five thousand, ten thousand police officers and really have that presence out there to set the tone and the vibe of, uh, you know, law and order. Well, Arthur, you know, it's not just our, our, our police. It, it, it's also the prosecutors. And, and when we are we, we ask our police to, to arrest violent criminals or people that are stealing and hurting people, mugging them for their cell phones, um, we have to look at the record. It's one thing if a person uh, makes a mistake and they have a clean record. But most of these headline stories, we've had not only three strikes, we're talking about people that have done this dozens of times. You cannot allow law disorder. And, and thank God for Eric Adams. Now, this is a huge issue. It's a huge issue all over the country. And, uh, you know, we have uh, Tea Partiers, uh, are, are a faction of the political spectrum. Uh, the Squad is a faction. And, and they're, they're idealistic. And they're missing the fundamental values of what makes America and New York great. We want clean and safe streets. And we also want to get people that have mental illness or are homeless off the street. There's nobody that has a, a rational mind that would think homeless 
and people with mental disorders should be put in Rikers and locked away with violent criminals. But they can't loiter on our streets. It's not not only not a good look, it's not safe for anybody, and it hurts commerce. And all these programs are funded through commerce. So my hat's off to uh, Eric Adams. He's got a tough job, and he's, he's, he's right on, on point. He says we have to get people coming back to New York, open it up, spending money, and we have to support our police and our citizens. Uh, cannot be attacked, and we can't punish them when they defend themselves. This is, is, is turning everything backwards, and we're beginning to hear the common sense voices. We at the Chamber are one. We want our clean and safe streets. And we do need to get more funding for those mental health programs and those homeless programs. And we could talk more about that, uh, like what uh, Bill de Blasio did. One of his good programs was mandatory inclusionary housing. You know, we need to build more affordable housing. And, uh, you know, I think programs like pre-K were good. But some of these other programs, defund the police, dangerous. Dangerous. Right, well, now, now that, Mark, now that you're clear, it's clear that you're a candidate, uh, tell us, tell us what you, where you're running, what you're running for, and uh, uh, a little bit about, my, well, I can hear your platform. So let's just start about where, where you're running, what congressional district you're running in. Oh, yes. Well, uh, up in uh, New York 16, um, it's a congressional district that includes uh, most of southern Westchester, the biggest population of Westchester. We have the cities of Yonkers, White Plains, Mount Vernon, New Rochelle. And for population reasons, we have uh, a little bit of Wakefield and, and Woodlawn in the Bronx. But this this opportunity to, to run for Congress came about because uh, Judge McAllister uh, looked at the at the districts, and I'm sure the audience has heard the word gerrymander. But if you looked at some of these congressional districts before the judge got involved, you had people in the South Shore of Long Island that had half of you know of um, at the South Shore of Westchester that also had Long Island. These are not these are not contiguous districts. These were crazy districts. Being born and raised in, in Westchester County in the River Towns and um, and having uh, the privilege to work as the president of the Greater New York Chamber of Commerce with dozens of local chambers, Dobbs Ferry, Ardsley, Irvington, Yonkers, uh, Mount Vernon, New Rochelle, the Westchester Hispanic Chamber, the Tarrytown Sleepy Hollow Chambers, the Harrison Chamber, the Mamaroneck Chamber, uh, and small business members that we have up there. That, that's what makes our chamber great. We reach out to people throughout the region and we take care of their small business needs so we understand what small businesses and hardworking families need. So before I got involved and was put on the ballot officially, uh, of course, I went to my board of directors. And, and you know, if you remember the, uh, the, the movie, uh, uh, Don Corleone uh, is asked, Don Corleone, you got all those judges in your pockets. And he finishes uh, that scene with, as long as your interests don't conflict with mine, everything will be fine. So obviously, I, I reached out to my mem my board and, and told them, look, uh, the interest that we have fighting for small businesses is very similar to what America needs right now. Um, I think uh, we're going to run a good campaign. I don't see a conflict. And they agreed with me. I mean, I, it's multitasking. Obviously, we don't use uh, Chamber of Commerce resources uh, for political purposes, but the mission of, of, of running for Congress and the mission of helping small businesses grow and commerce prosper. It should and all be the same, right? Safe. 
They are the same. Should all be the same in an ideal world. Mark Chaffee, thank you so much. We wish you the best of luck. And when, when's election day again? Uh, early voting starts August 13th. And, uh, you know, my website uh, for the campaign is uh, Mark, M-A-R-K, Jaffe, J-A-F-F-E, the number four, NY.com. And if you have more questions about business or help us business assistance in New York, you can go to our Chamber of Commerce website, which is chamber.nyc. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much, uh, folks. Hold on. We got one more segment to go. It'll be my last segment for uh, a week or so. So don't go anywhere. We're going to have a little fun at the end. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-277. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. It's Dr. Lederman about innovative cancer treatment options often hidden elsewhere. Dr. Lederman discusses all options what every doctor should do. Patients are amazed at Dr. Lederman's first in America radio surgery, Hidden Options, non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment where we attack the cancer. I'm Dr. Lederman for your loved one with cancer treatment options that may have been hidden from you when most needed. For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work or isn't wanted, Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices for appointment and free cancer treatment booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Learn about hidden cancer treatment options. Hidden no more with Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices, two and two choices. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. 
Alex, tell me about this song. Give me the update on this tune. So this song was released on this day in 1979. So sometimes we try and say topical with the music here. I figured that was a a good one. And it's an upbeat song. I know you love that upbeat music there, Arthur. Uh, Absolutely. 1979. I had just graduated PS 185 from the sixth grade. And uh, I was in poly day camp. uh, Because I was going to start poly prep that September. So I went to day camp and I went to a little kind of preparatory Summer class. That's really where I met one of my closest friends, Christian Carmody. And I was, I was 11, right? I was 11. I was going to be 12. And were you playing that song or what? Uh I don't know. I don't know if that song was playing. The song that I remember playing, I remember Pink Floyd, The Wall came out somewhere. I think it's 79. It was either 79 or 80. That was like a big, big one. But that's where I met Christian Carmody. It's where I met Joe Hassan, Dennis Manorino. Well, Dennis I met before that, actually. But that was a big uh, 79. Summer of 79 was a big summer because, like, when you graduate, I, back then, grammar school went all the way to sixth grade. And, like, you're, hey, you're a big shot. You're a sixth grader. It was like being a senior in high school. Um, actually, it was Probably second, to, yeah. I mean, well, those the, all of those last years are big, right? Sixth grade at, po- at PS one eighty five, senior year at Poly Prep, senior year at SUNY Purchase, senior well, third year law student at CUNY Law School. The thing that, about law school is you have that bar exam hanging over your head. You know, when you're a senior in, in college, I took the LSAT in like September, October, and you know that the big stress was kind of off of uh, off off of my shoulders, but. I was so stressed out this week, this week, man, because I am, I guess, the, the leader of, my, of our law firm, the managing partner of our law firm. So it is so much more responsibility. 20 years ago, when I was 34 and, and 35 and 36, it was just me and Danita. And, and, you know, Marianne was floating in and out. She was still an intern. She was still in law school. And I didn't have as many cases. I didn't have the degree of, of difficult cases and high-profile cases. So starting in January, I would just say, you know what? I'm not going to work from like I, August 1st until August 21st. And then that last week is a kind of a goof. I would basically take off a month. And every case that would be on in June and July, I would just say, Judge, I'm not around. I'm not around. It would all get pushed over till September. And I would just go with a clear head, with a clear head. To uh, and this was before really even everyone even used email and forget about text messaging, and you just was it was over and you just went and enjoyed yourself and lived in the moment, not living in the what's the next ping, what's the next ding, what's on the, your phone and your iPad and your laptop and ugh. so I've I'm heading to the airport. Um, I think I have everything lined up, but you know and now you the the positive side of having the ping and the ding is. Um, I have two phones. I have the phone I always use, and then I have, like, the secret phone. And, like, only five people know the secret phone, but I know that they can reach me if need be. So it does kind of take a little bit of pressure off. But I can remember my dad used to go, he was a lawyer, and he would go to Europe for six weeks with my mom, and they would call in once a week on a Saturday or Sunday. That was it. He was unreachable. Judges couldn't reach him. Clients couldn't reach him. I mean, the negative part is if there was a new case that was coming in, they couldn't reach you either. Um, but you enjoyed life. I mean, what are we doing? You know, we work, 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 work like this. So you have a little bit of a, a, this expendable income to go do something fun. And I am going to go do something fun. Um, I'm hoping that the highlight will be Saturday, this Saturday coming up when I will be in Paris with Imran, who you're about to hear. And, um, our friend Brett Ratner, who's been on the show now a couple of times. 
And God willing, coming over from Switzerland is a friend who I met in Italy in 1984. He's of Greek origin, but he's lived the majority of his life in Geneva, uh, Switzerland. Thierry, we met when I, I was 16 and he was 18. And now I'm 54 and he's 56. And we're still buddies uh, across the miles before um, email and, and FaceTime. And, you know, we, asked, we did something crazy. We used to write letters. Yes, we used to write letters to each other. He'd be in, in Switzerland and I'd be in, in Brooklyn. And we maintain that friendship. And I've seen him, I usually see him at least once every three years, maybe four years. He lived in Italy for a little while. He came and spent um, New Year's Eve uh, from 2018 going into 2019 with us. So God willing, we're going to be on the floor in Paris. I forget the name of the arena. To see the Stones, me, Imran, Brett Ratner, and uh, my buddy Thierry Venturas. And then on um, Sunday will be a recovery day. Actually, maybe I'll even do something nuts and I'll relax. That doesn't really happen often, but maybe I will. And then on Monday, I'm going to take a, um, a boat, a boat, a, sh a bus, 7 o'clock in the morning to um, Normandy. And I am going to go to where the battles of D-Day were, to Utah Beach and Omaha Beach. It's a six-hour historical tour. I'm going. It comes with lunch, and um, I'm going to see... Um, there's going to be all kinds of lectures. I'm very, very much looking forward to that. And then uh, that Tuesday, you know, there's no way I could be that close to Italy and not go there. So with God's blessing, I'll be jumping on a plane, zipping over to Florence, where my nephew Nicholas is studying um, for the summer, which I'm so happy. And one of my closest friends in the whole world, Lino, who I've known for close to 30 years now, uh, where he lives. And I've been to Florence Probably more times than I've been to any city in um, Italy because I always go to Florence because I always want to see Lino. And he's been here and he's at our wedding at the plaza. He's just a wonderful architect, travels all over the world, building people's homes and building um, uh, stores, retail stores for high-end uh, fashion outlets. And then I think I may jump on a train and go further south. If you know, Italy looks like a boot and I'm going to head towards the heel there's a town, there's a region called Bari, and Judge Pesci's from that area, who was a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago. And there's a little seaside town called Polignano al Mare, which is really a small little seaside town. And the best man at our wedding, Billy Santo, William R. Santo, uh, and his wife uh, rented a villa there. So I'm going to scoot down and see them real quick and spend a day with them. And then I'm going to keep sliding down to the end of the boot, to the tip of the heel in a town called Lecce, which is also right on the water, where one of my buddies from the Brooklyn DA's office, Paul D'Amelia, uh, rented a villa. I'm gonna stay, so I'm only staying in a hotel for a couple nights in Paris. And then I'm going couch hopping at 54 years old. That's classy. Um, Marianne said, you know what? You enjoy yourself, Arthur. You deserve it. I'm going to hang back with the kids, and then we'll do something as a family a lot less uh, adventurous and, and aggressive with an eight-month-old and a five-year-old. Uh, later on in the month. So thank you, Marianne, for and she's like been very positive and pumping me up. God willing, my PCR test that I took today will get me into France. Joan Pelzer, uh, I think, is going to be one of the people filling in next week. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> she's the only one who'll be filling in who has her own theme song. I think Kevin McCullough is going to fill in a little bit. And my good friend, uh, Dave Schwartz, who's a colleague from the Brooklyn DA's office, 
And his daughter, Brooke Schwartz, interned for me this summer. And I should say for all of us, she did legal work and she did radio work. And she was just a joy and a pleasure to uh, have in the office. Joan, you ready to uh, take the microphone on Monday? I am. And by the way, you're going to the Longchamp race course. Thank and you know you. what? It's going to be about 80 degrees. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. So, Joni, who's who's going to book your guests the way you you know the way you do it for me? As you're going to get you Alex know, to no book the guests booking. for you? No, I'm booking my own guests. You're gonna I'm going to surprise her? you. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, just make sure you keep the energy level up, Joni. And and what's up with your voice? Did you swallow a frog? Or I thought something? it sounded sexy. No. <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. I'll I'll leave that up to the audience. Yeah, um, it's a little allergies going on over here. Okay, where'd you go? Did you go to the theater last night? So I did, and you'll come when you get back. We have a brand new theater, and we're going to do a live from there, hopefully sometime this summer or in the early fall. It's called the AMT Theater on 45th Street. It's like the new regional theater for Midtown New York City. Who opens a theater during a pandemic, right? We do. They deserve a lot of thumbs up for doing that. You know who came last night? Your bestie, Annette, came with me and her daughter. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Okay, I'll call on that today and check in on that. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you, Joan. And uh, tomorrow, I think you guys can listen to uh, Mayor Adams pop back on the airwaves here. You betcha. And then Monday, I think uh, Joan will be around, and then you'll have Kevin, and then you'll have Dave Schwartz. It'll be a great week, and then God, with God's blessing, I'll see you the following week. Have so, the best trip, Arthur. You deserve it. I will. I don't know if I deserve it, but I will do my best to have a good time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Alex. Have a good one. Keep smiling. Remember, folks, it's all about love. L-O-V-E. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.